information is power. Tell the truth. The Information Man podcast can be heard on nine major platforms. On the second YouTube channel as well, Information Man Speaks podcast. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, CastBox, SoundCloud, and finally, Spreaker. White House, I'm not even say his name. Tell the truth. Information is you are power. To information is This is the Information Man Speaks Podcast. I'm back at it again. And um, I'm going to let some things out tonight. I'm definitely going to let some things out tonight because um, I'm broadcasting that night in the California area dealing with coronavirus just like all of you. I'm dealing with it too, folks. It's tough. You know, a lot of things are happening. Social distancing. Coronavirus has really, in my mind, tested society. It has tested our will, our sinew, our ability to focus. Because we're so stressed out. We're getting misinformation from Washington, D.C., the Trump Experience has been nothing but a disaster. In the White House, I'm not going to say his name. And right now, what what I'm going to get into is emotional. It will strike a chord to listeners out there, but I'm going to tell the truth. Tell the truth. Right now, we know for a fact that the coronavirus had its origins in China, Wuhan. At least this particular strand of the coronavirus now scientists have already stated that this virus has mutated there was originally an l strand and then there was an s strand the s strand was the ancestral strand of this form of coronavirus that the 70 percent of people who died in wuhan china were impacted by the l strand what's happening to the rest of the world is what has mutated from the s strand and Certainly, uh, when it comes to Chinese people, especially here in America, there's been some discrimination. There's been some, um, I guess, what they call a pushback on people of the Chinese that are Chinese or Asian. Let me just say people that are Asian in America. And so when this took place, the United States, you know, everybody in the United States is saying, hey, you know, what's happening to Asian people is a shame, should not be taking place. Discrimination is not Right Maybe Asian people should be given some sort of Economic uh, repair Like a reparation which black people In America deserve We haven't gotten Then they've come out with The stimulus package where they want to give people $1,200 $2,400 if you have a If you're married or have family $500 for children Okay, now that's chunk change, and I've said this before. Those of you who listen to my YouTube channel, check it out, The Information Man Show on YouTube. Definitely subscribe. If you are listening to Information Man, please make sure to subscribe to his channel. Now, now let me say this. This is very important, too. How many of you out there understand that the Federal Reserve is giving a trillion dollars Dollars a day to the banks While they're giving you Pennies on the dime with the stimulus package And when it comes to black people African Americans I'm talking about black people that were Born in America A-D-O-S American descendants of Slavery People who have lineage here America owes us a debt that they have not paid. Some of us call it reparations, but the reality is it is a debt. If they can surely pay $1 trillion a day to banks, they can surely pay the debt to black people in this country that are ADOS, ADOS, people that are American descendants of slavery who have been here through Jim Crow, 
shackle slavery, reconstruction, the you name it, <laughs> I can say it. Civil rights. I'm talking about black people who have lineage here. So I wanted to bring that up. That's first. That's a, one of the statements I wanted to bring up. But most most dangerously right now is that they're trying to make or are saying that black people are now the face of the coronavirus. Every time a disease comes about, some virus, they want to put it on Afri- black people in the in the diaspora, meaning this time around Africa as a continent. And then they want to bring it on black people in America, just like they did with AIDS and HIV, saying that we were the face of it. Then they play around with the numbers. Now, right now, we've got areas in America that have been hit hard. Chicago. Okay. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There's reports that black people are catching hell in terms of this coronavirus harshly. There's issues where people can't get a test. There's not enough testing. Donald Trump says there's millions of tests, but there's black people I know that are not able to get the test. There are black people that are going to the hospital and they're not coming out alive for whatever the reasons are. Okay. And I want to examine that tonight because, you know, when people are getting on TV on these talking heads on the AB, the alphabet channels, the ABCs, the MSNBCs, the Fox propaganda news, they're talking about, well, why is black people catching this? Well, first of all, what are a couple, what are a few things that, well, let me not say a few things, a lot of things that coronavirus will impact. One, hypertension. A lot of black people deal with hypertension because we got a damn racist society that we have to live in and survive in. Okay. Then you got cardiovascular disease. You have diabetes. You have, of course, obesity. Black people lead if lead in these areas. And black people deal with the everyday struggle of trying to make it in this society. Now, they always use these fancy words like uh, black people are disproportionately getting and dying from coronavirus. When you use the word disproportionately, what do they mean? They'll have statistics like I think I saw a statistic statistic in Georgia where they said 30 percent black people, 20, 26 percent white people. And then they had uh, what was it? 10 percent or 20 percent unknown or 16 percent unknown. What is the unknown? And I noticed that. You know, I know white people have been getting the coronavirus, but you notice you don't see the news saying white people are getting coronavirus and dying from it. Certainly they are too. Just like when it comes to opioids in this country, you don't hear the society saying white people in America have a serious problem with opioids. Anytime they can put a black face on it, they will. And the question is, what's really going on? What is the hidden agenda when they always want to label black people as, as, as being um, coronavirus? Or being having HIV or whatever disease that comes about in within society. Now, now that black people are now being labeled, they're doing everything to go out of their way to say, let's report the deaths. How many black people are dying? How many black people, when you know damn well that black people are being hit by this situation because we are not getting access to proper health care. Black people do not have generational wealth. We do not have stable situations in America. America has never made the, the descendants of slavery. ADOS, black people in this country, born here, have never made black people whole. They have never given us the ability to generate that generational wealth because white people have generational wealth. Now, when you talk about immigrants, most immigrants in America come over to this country with their wealth or they've been given set asides or uh, economic um, assistance when they come to this country. I've seen that myself in my 50 years personally. So, you know, anytime you see normally, normally when you see someone 
who immigrates here from the continent of Africa, they come from some means, some uh, family background that has money. And other immigrants. Now, there's immigrants that have come over here that came over here poor. I get that. But black people right now, we're now being labeled. America wants to act like they don't know if black people, well, black people are getting the coronavirus at a high level. It's because of the disparities. I hate that word, but it is because of the injustice, the misjustice, ain't just no justice. And the fact that black people have been denied access to proper health care, proper living circumstances, proper economic growth and development. And while some of us are striving in certain areas, as some of us have moved into the middle class, upper middle class, we still struggle because of the fact that we don't have generational wealth and black people have to deal with societal stressors like racism. And historically, black people have been redlined out of getting uh, loans, moving into certain neighborhoods, certain opportunities. Now, let's look at the prison system right now. The Trump administration, if you haven't heard about this, the VA and the Bureau of Prisons are buying Hydri, uh Curafil. Now, that's that malaria disease. If I'm saying it right, that malaria um, drug, the drug that Donald Trump's been talking about, I believe it's high hydrochlorophyll, which is a drug that they usually treat when you have malaria. That's right, malaria. Excuse me, folks. And they're ordering up. A bunch of this stuff the, the Fed The federal contractor's records Show that the Department of Veterans Affairs And the Bureau of Prisons Have placed emergency orders For more than 250 Thousands of this Hydrochlorophyll For malaria uh, uh, tablets That are usually taken if you're struggling And fighting against malaria Okay Now private supplies over the last two weeks With both agencies planning to use The drug in certain cases to treat coronavirus 19 the disease caused by a neuro is a, is a novel coronavirus a new coronavirus so they're going to test this and in my opinion they're going to use um veterans of of the mil- of the military they're going to use prisoners guys in state prison and jails um federal prison they're going to guinea pig them in my opinion you know, the, we, the country has a history. There's been a history of, of guinea pigging. You can go all the way back to the Tuskegee, Alabama experiment in which they gave black men syphilis, making them think that they were getting a test for something else. Test, you know, and they perfectly uh, purposely gave them syphilis so that they could study it and see how it breaks the body down. And that's what happened to black people. That's why black people historically have not had um Great luck with the medical establishment In terms of we don't trust the medical Establishment I'm hearing Reports too Where you have black people that are going To the hospital They're being labeled as having Coronavirus uh, coronavirus, And they're saying On their social media They didn't get the test There was no testing of what they had And they were just given a label So, And then there's also reports out there that um, if a person comes in the hospital and there are there's black people that are in the hospital that are sick with something else, they're dying from something else, but they're also being labeled when they pass away. Oh, they passed away of coronavirus. So when you hear these cases of oh black people are dying from the coronavirus, you have to also ask yourself how many black people are in the hospital for some other condition, some other covability that. Died from that particular condition Prior to even coronavirus being in the picture As a possibility And they're being labeled Now I'm going to get back to that area But what I want to play here Because I did bring up How they're trying to bring in these experimental drugs Drugs that's usually used for treating malaria The hydro drug And I'm going to play an audio for you I had this on my YouTube channel originally It was taken down by YouTube They thought it was just too um, It was dangerous or something like that See whenever they start taking your stuff down You know you're doing something right This is an audio from um, a prisoner 
a brother who's in prison in a federal pen. He's telling you that people are dying. People are suffering with the coronavirus. Black men that are incarcerated are suffering. Uh, inmates in general in the in the in the in the pen. And uh, I'm going to play a little bit of, of this for you right now. Shit was all good like a couple days ago, right? So, uh, all of a sudden, out of the blue, fucking everybody just fucking dying and getting sick and shit. Like, this shit is serious as fuck. Like, they literally leaving us in here to die. Like, you know, it's probably like three dudes I know already and shit. You feel me? Uh, motherfucking, they took out this bitch dead that I literally knew and shit. The rest of these motherfuckers just sick as hell, you know? They talking about social distance and shit. You feel me? Nigga can't even social distance or nothing because, like, nigga, like, look at this shit. Hold on. Information is power. So there you have it right there. Um, that's a clip from a video that got taken down off my YouTube channel because, you know, they don't want people to know the truth. That brother was telling truth about what was happening in the prison where he's at. And he says, hey, you know, there's guys in there that are passing away that are being impacted by the coronavirus. And of course, you know, they're going to bring those drugs, those experimental drugs, which if I'm not mistaken, someone has someone has passed away. From using that that drug It has not been completely tested It has not been completely verified That it is, it is fully effective And safe to use for COVID-19 so keep that in mind Folks so If the if you have inmates In prison they're going to be desperate to Take anything to relieve them Of their discomfort and pain going through This situation but I wanted to play that because I thought that was a very powerful Part of where I'm going here so I, I definitely want to get into that. Let me read off some numbers to you out right there, right? Out, those of you out there right now. Now, this was an article uh, that was talking about black people are disproportionately getting and dying from COVID-19. And this article is an article that I uh, got from truthout.org. Truthout.org has great articles that you can look at. And let me go over this right now. You know, this is about the fears appear to be coming to fruition as early data from multiple jurisdictions shows that black people are accounting for disproportionate and in some cases shocking high share uh, shares of coronavirus cases or deaths. Now, we know that black people are that are dying from this is there is there are social circumstances that are impacting black people. See. It's easy for America to talk about black people are getting the coronavirus, but it's difficult for them to face the reality that there is a social economic and social reality to why black people are being impacted by coronavirus. Not to mention the fact that we have a for profit medical system. We do not have a true public health system. We do not have a system that is for helping people because the dollar is recoverable and people are expendable. We have a for-profit system. And how many of you realize that there has been a drastic, a high number of hospitals and medical facilities that have been closed that have gone to the wayside in this country? Okay, there's an article in Truthout. Check it out. It title is The title is this. The United States, the U.S. wave of hospital closures left us ill-equipped for COVID-19. Not enough hospital beds to deal with the people that are suffering from the condition. And guess what? In black communities, this has an impact. Less access to health care. If you don't have money, you get a poor access to health care in American society. Let me go on with this article, too. In both Louisiana and Chicago, for example, recent statistics show that roughly 70 percent of COVID-19 deaths occur among blacks, even though they are minorities in both areas. In North Carolina, 
the home of, of the Charlotte state largest city, black people in North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina is the largest, largest city in terms of the numbers of black people. Okay. 32.3% of the residents are black, but account, but then they account for 43.7% of the reported coronavirus cases as of this was from April 4th when this came out originally. And we know that in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which has a large number of black males in car- behind bars that are incarcerated, black people in Milwaukee, Wisconsin have been hit hard. Now, blacks make up about 27% of the population but com- but comprise almost half of all COVID-19 infections and as of the date earlier this past Tuesday it ran up to 71% of fatalities all those fatalities being black people Chicago same thing Chicago's being hit hard and you got a lot of black men and women in the prison system in Chicago that are being ravaged by the coronavirus and these are realities but these are because of the despairs in our society now what i want to do is play you a clip because you have these idiotic ladies called diamond and silk they are buck dancers sellouts for donald trump that man in the white house white house i'm not gonna say his name they I believe got kicked off of Twitter, but they've been lying on. They, they, they're just like uh, Jesse Lee Peterson. They, they lie so much. They lie just like their man Trump. They don't tell the truth at all. Tell the truth. So let me play you some of the ridiculous statements that they made on their podcast about the coronavirus. People after being tested positive have died from the coronavirus, hmm. but it took 39 days from January all the way up to February the 29th, I believe. That for Saturday, the first person. For the first person to die. die. Here's another thing. Come on. Here's another thing. My president said on March the 24th, Tuesday, this past week, my president said that he would love Come for on. America to be back up and running. I knew this was going to happen. Oh, yeah. I knew he said after he said this, wait, wait, wait. this was going to happen. Go ahead. At the time he said it, there was 25,489 cases with 307 deaths. Mm. Instantaneously, you had the media calling President Trump out. He wanted open by Easter. He wants this open by Easter. Me and you were talking. I said, now watch the numbers of death go up. Right. Watch everything mm-hmm. increase because they wanted to make it want to make it look bad That's right. in front of our eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. Here it is, five days later. Mm-hmm. Five days later, as of yesterday, it jumped from twenty five thousand four hundred and eighty nine cases up to. 121,478 cases. It oh. went from 307 deaths to 2,026 deaths in, in five, five days. Information is power. Those ladies are very, 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 very silly. Like their president They got themselves kicked off of social media Believe Twitter Because they are espousing the same lies As their guy in the White House In the White House I'm not going to say his name Jackleg preachers And those jackleg preachers That have been rallying around The guy in the White House They don't know what they're talking about This is why they got themselves kicked off They're putting out misinformation Okay misinformation that is not true let me let me go on because there's another area that i wanted to i wanted to bring up this is why they're buffoonish okay now next now when i talked about the 71 percent of black people that are been that have been hit in terms of fatalities due to the COVID 19 in, in milwaukee wisconsin you and, and let me just keep this in mind we're talking about black people who live in in poor communities Poor economics, lack of uh, opportunity in Milwaukee, 
Wisconsin where there is also racial polarization in the community. Okay? So let's keep that in mind. We're talking about these are communities that have already been in bad shape. This is why I don't want to hear people on television saying, why is this happening? For Prior to coronavirus, you've had black people, black leaders crying out and saying that we, hey, he, hey, in America, black people have some fundamental issues that have that are not being addressed. We got all these damn politicians, the Joe Bidens, all of them that keep talking about vote for me, vote for me. And black people, all that voting that black people been doing, Democrat, Republican, whatever it may be. Look at where we are today still and look at how dysfunctional America is when it comes to really dealing with a crisis. And what we're learning, what coronavirus is teaching us is one, that we have a flawed medical system. And two, coronavirus is also teaching us that we need to stop taking shit for granted. I'm telling you the truth. Stop taking shit for granted. Tell the truth. Stop taking the sky, the wind, the air that you breathe, the life that you live every day that you wake up, that God puts breath in your body. Stop taking it for granted. Now, next door, you got Michigan. See, this is why Diamond and Silk are just nothing but a a clown show. Next door in Michigan, Michigan State health officers reported that 33% of the COVID-19 cases have occurred amongst blacks or African-Americans, 10% points higher than whites at 10% points higher than whites and more than twice than the state percentage of black residents. Blacks or African-Americans also account for 41% of the deaths compared with 28% among whites, 26% cases for which race was not known and i have a problem with that why is it that they can identify black people and give our raw numbers but then they got this other thing called unknown what do you mean unknown what the hell is unknown mean obviously there's other race of people black people are not the only ones that are catching this how can we be when it's an airborne a person-to-person condition Certainly black people are getting it And there is a reason There's a social, economic, A societal reason Why we Are catching this Now you got people In social media News talking about black folks Didn't take it serious You don't have to I, I, I disagree with that Of course there are people Across the board That are not taking this Coronavirus serious but to just label it as black people are not taking it serious. Then you've got Van Jones on CNN talking to black people like we're little kids. I don't appreciate that. He's very he's been very disrespectful in his commentary as it relates to black people. You've got the Surgeon General of the country, Jerome Adams, who you didn't even see talking in when this first thing broke out. Now they got him on there talking about big mamas. Donald Trump says, okay, I'm going to let the Negro Surgeon General talk to black folks because he can talk black people talk. He talking about big mama. I thought that was disrespectful. Then you've got them using him for ancillary things like showing us how to put a damn mask on. You've got Donald Trump standing up there in his press conferences, using his press conference as a way to campaign, using his press conference as a glorified Raleigh, patting himself on the bat. He hasn't done anything. Black people are catching hell. Now, let me put into this this bullshit right here. People in his administration have been saying that. The Obama administration left the the closet bare with nothing. That they that Obama didn't do anything. That's what Donald Trump's been doing. He's been trying to blame it on Obama, blame everything on Obama. Mind you, Obama didn't do everything that he should have done for black people. So I'm not an apologist for Obama, but I'm about to put an end to this because it was President Obama when he was in office that was warning the country, warning America to prepare for. 
pandemic, to prepare for an epidemic, a pandemic, that something was going to come to provide to to start preparing and putting a fund out. Now, nobody listened. He was talking before the damn Congress, the Republican, the Senate, all of them. Let me play a clip. See, because this we got to put away this bull crap that Donald Trump does in his administration talking about uh, he was laid bare with nothing. Look, the man's been in office damn near four years. If there was a bear, if, if the covers were bared, he should have filled them. If I give you a car and you didn't put gasoline in that car in four years, that's, is that my fault or your fault? Let's play this audio from President Obama, who actually was warning the country back in 2014. Here it goes of a better example of an area where we should all agree than passing this emergency funding to fight Ebola and to set up some of the public infrastructure that we need to deal with potential outbreaks in the future. How do you argue with that? That is not a partisan issue. That is a basic common sense issue that all Americans can agree on. For the most part, people have recognized this is not a Democratic issue or a Republican issue. It's about the safety and security of the American people. So let's get it done. Tell the truth. This can't get caught up in uh, normal politics. We need to protect the American people, and we need to show the world how America leads. There may and likely will come a time in which we have both an airborne disease that is deadly. And in order for us to deal with that effectively, we have to put in place an infrastructure, not just here at home, but globally, that allows us to see it quickly, isolate it quickly, respond to it quickly. So that if and when a new strain of flu, like the Spanish flu, crops up five years from now or a decade from now, we've made the investment. And we're further along to be able to catch it. Information is power. So there you have it right there. You've got President Barack Obama, who tells it like it is. He was warning America back in 2014. We're in 2000. 20 right now 2014 he had the foresight to say to the congress to the senate he was talking to both republicans democrats all alike that we need to do something now remember when he was in office the republicans were doing everything that they could not to pass anything that he wanted i believe president obama was trying to push a infrastructure bill they shut that down they shut his Proposal of preparing for a pandemic. The government, folks, has failed us. That's why you see the confusion that you see now. Let me tell you something about the man in the White House. In the White House. I'm not going to say his name. You can look at this on CNN. You can find this article. It's entitled Trump administration sent protective medical gear to China while he minimized the virus threat to the United States. Now, when he sat up there and said that he that they knew that it was a big deal, if they knew it was a big deal, they would have took heed to what Obama said in 2014 and prepared. Donald Trump would have got things prepared when he came into office, but he didn't he didn't do that. He's been lying to you folks. This is what he gave the Chinese. Now, we got doctors and nurses on television telling you that they don't have enough protective gear, that they're recycling and using the same mask every day, that they feel worn down. While you've got propaganda commercials talking about the, uh, nurses are our heroes. You got Walmart playing commercials talking about uh, the store workers are their heroes, but Walmart treats their employees poorly. They don't give them proper medical care or proper pay. We want to make heroes of the nurses and the doctors, which they are heroes. They've always been heroes. But yet, if but yet, the United States government, run by Trump, has not given them the proper gear that they need. He lies and says there's been a million tests. That's not true. That hasn't been empirically proven. And when you see reporters asking him about 
people that work in the hospital saying that there's not they're not getting certain things he tries to minimize that doctors and nurses are in despair need desperate need of masks gloves and other personal protective equipment ppe to protect themselves from contracting coronavirus while testing those who are who are ill with it some of them are trying to find it on ebay while others are pleading for help on social media just like i said trying to get it on ebay that's a damn shame and you see that donald trump keeps calling himself the wartime president that's campaign talk folks if he's a wartime president why hasn't he gotten the military involved and start fabricating the equipment that we need The situation is so dire. One New Jersey doctor described it as sending medical professionals like lambs to the slaughterhouse. Concerned about the dwelling supply, dwindling supply of PPE are not new. Back on February 7th, the World Health Organization sounded the alarm bell about the limited stock of PPE. Nothing to man what the man was a hundred times higher than normal for equipment and you've got obama back in 2014 who said that we need to prepare for this but the damn politicians democrat republicans did not give him the resources to prepare now we do know that obama put together a pandemic team in cdc which when donald trump came into office he broke that team up He even cut the budget for CDC down to 80%. Check that out. Look that up. This is about truth. Tell the truth. Now, how does this impact black people? Because of the fact that black people, like no other in this world, in this society we call America, have been disproportionately, and I hate that word, but I got to use it for the purpose of this, marginalized underestimated and undervalued in american society right now there's an article in alabama that was a u.n inspector who went to alabama and he said that alabama where black uh, there's areas in alabama where black people live and he says it's worse than any third world country or any uh, country he has seen in the world in terms of the conditions black people living in alabama who don't have proper sewage there's feces in the water they're living in third world as we used to call back in the 80s third world conditions in a first world society called america right we will make america great again i just gotta tell the truth the truth and shame the devil you know always so black people we're catching hell uh the coronavirus is getting to us it is real black people can't now there was and i even thought that it could be something to this there was a notion that maybe black people were were immune to coronavirus because of our melanin the coronavirus can't thrive in heat that's been some of the social media some of the conspiracy stuff that's been thrown out there people think it's 5g's or this is a government conspiracy or is it bio warfare i really don't give a damn at this point because people are dying people are being hurt it's here we better deal with it as best as we can but let me tell you another thing too when you look at the black community and when you're talking about well black people are getting tested at high numbers no black people are catching it at high numbers but let's look at the fact that a lot of black people are not getting proper intervention there is no proper intervention in in the black community i'm talking about black communities in the low socioeconomic ladder i'm not talking about affluent upper middle class to middle class black communities i'm talking about those black communities in america that are in the most despair that are not going to get access to proper testing let me play you something real quick and i played this before but you got to hear this because in los angeles california 
they haven't really been doing a great job of getting testing to black people that live in the southern part of LA. Now, this is a clip that I'm playing from you that I, I got a week ago. The mayor of LA, because he got his he got his political ass checked about this, may or may have not made changes in this area. Let me play the clip right now. This is my man, Joe Madison, the Black Eagle. Civil rights leaders demand that L.A. County open COVID testing centers in South L.A. Now, now hold on. This is they have demanded immediately open walk in and drive in COVID testing centers in South Los Angeles. The demand was made after the county's COVID-19 emergency operations centers announced that it would open three testing sites Friday, April 3rd, that's today, in the South, and now listen to this, South Tell Bay, the truth. Pom- Pomona, okay. and the Antelope Valley. There was no site mentioned for South Los Angeles in the uh, emergency operations center's announcement. Now, hold on. Earl of Fire Hutchison noted that appointments for testing are required and they would have to be made online. Many residents in South L.A. do not have computers, computer access, or transportation. This makes it even less likely that they will be tested. And to make matters worse, the county announced the next possible round of testing sites, you ready, will be Northridge, <laughs> Long Beach, Lancaster, and Pasadena. Information is power. That's right. Black people don't live in those areas. In Los Angeles where they're putting testing centers Or they have uh, Placed testing centers Black Most black people who definitely Would need access to the testing Properly Live in the southern part of LA And they don't Some of them don't have the means to get there Especially if you're elderly You're a senior citizen We have many senior citizens in our communities And how do they get there Then they're talking about getting online To do to sign up There are people who don't have computers. There are people, there are seniors who don't know how to use a computer. So this is a problem. Now, because the mayor of L.A. got his chain pulled over this, he may have made some adjustments at this time to save face. You know how politicians are. There is no permanent interest. There is no permanent enemies. There is no permanent Friendship only permanent interest Politicians do what's in their interest Not what's in their friendship or enemies Let me just say that So that to me is an important um, Clip there because it goes To the reality that There are many uh, Dimensions That affect black people Now I'm going to say this again I think the fact that America has not Paid their debt to black people That this is impacting us The being um, When you have I'm going to say it again No generational wealth In terms of black people's earning power In America Where we are economically The coronavirus Is showing us Deeply Where black people are Economically in this country When it comes to being able to deal with this Pandemic Another thing that's bothering me is that 
a lot of times when you listen to black people or people in general talking about issues around black people, they always say black and brown. And I like to know where is the brown and black coalition? Because I know that when things happen to black people, we do not see other ethnic groups running to our rescue, caping for us, speaking for us in terms of consolidarity. I don't see anybody within any of these communities speaking up about what's happening to black people over all these years. I see people acting like they're all surprised about what's happened. When Asians were the ones getting the brunt of discrimination, so the media said, because people were looking at Asians, all Asians and associating them with China. You had all this talk about don't call it the Chinese the virus Chinese the Chinese disease from China. Um, Chinese are getting hit hard with discrimination. Maybe they need a little bit of extra money from the Fed. But now that they now that they've turned this whole thing around and they've made it about black people being the public enemy when it comes to coronavirus. I don't hear anybody in these groups or anybody saying that black people may need extra benefits coming to them in the mailbox besides just a stimulus check. Black folks need to get that debt that America owes black people. You don't hear anybody saying that. And let me also make this point too: that revolt conference with the nobodies that were on there, Van Jones, Puff Daddy, what grown man has a name like that. Al Sharpton with the laid die back to the side hair. All those folks on there, they don't talk for black people on the ground. They don't represent us. They don't struggle with us. They're on there criticizing us. I also want to tell people beware of the rappers and these celebrities that are chosen by the establishment to talk for us. Yeah, I'm going to get on them. I'm going to talk about Killer Mike. I don't know why he would keep a name like that, given what that actually represents. But Killer Mike, you see him. He's gotten popular because of him supporting Bernie Sanders. Now you got him on television. He had a Netflix series. I'm always worried when the larger society will pick a rapper or some black individual to act like he's the leader of us. Nobody from the grassroots of black America chose killer Mike to be our rapper spokesperson. We don't need him to be our rapper spokesperson. So I'm always worried when mainstream media wants to choose Negro whisperers to speak for us. That we didn't choose That's just The truth Tell the truth Now let me Let me go over this thing Because I mentioned earlier about There's been a lot of uh, Hospitals in America That have been closed Which is also impacting Treatment For people who are getting Coronavirus And in this case Black people So So they're saying You're never really going to know What the raw numbers are because I know that white people and other groups of people are getting it at, are getting coronavirus as well. They're getting it. But black people have always historically been a scapegoat for when things go wrong in America. According to Global Health Security Index, the United States ranks 175th out of 195 countries for access to health care. Italy ranks 74th. And is having problems overcrowded hospitals being forced to prioritize patients for intensive care based on their likelihood of survival. Since 1975, while the United States population has risen from 216 million people to 331 million, the total number of hospital bids have declined from 1.5 million to 925,000. Since 1975, while the United States population has risen. So this is the situation in America. 
as it relates to our population in terms of the ratio to the number of hospital beds. So I just want to make sure I, I bring that up. And I want to remind people that the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve has moved unprecedentedly to force and speed and pump huge amounts of cash into the financial system to ease disruption that has escalated since the virus outbreak. The New York Federal Reserve Bank has said it will offer one trillion overnight loans a day through the end of this month. So that's one of the Treasury Federal Reserve Banks in New York. But the Federal Reserve in this country has been pumping trillions of dollars of money into individual banks while giving you chump change out of an 800 page document, the CARE Act. $1,200 won't make it for many of us. Now, before I get close to a conclusion, I want to play. Now, before I play this clip, let me play. This is what I want to say. One of the things that I'm concerned about is that if black people are labeled as the carriers of coronavirus or we're the biggest cases, that will change how we're dealt with. Black men in general, black people in general are already harassed enough by police. We're already profiled because we're black. We're already looked at differently when we walk into society. We already have police officers around this country I've seen on social media that are going on buses and trains and telling people to get off the train if they don't have a mask on. Even when you've got black men, I've seen black men that have been forced off of trains who didn't have a surgical mask on, but they had some type of covering and still were getting dragged off of trains and buses. So now you give police another incentive on top of the fact that they already profile black men and black people. Now they can add the coronavirus to their list of, well, this is why I stopped him. You know, remember in New York, you had Frisk stopping Fricks by Bloomberg, who's acting like he's apologizing to black people. He's a buffoon, too. This will give them another incentive to harass us. This is how Fauci himself. I I saw this with my own eyes and I heard the audio, which I'm going to play you talked about um, immunity cards. Will they make it where you've got to have some type of card where you are immune or you don't have coronavirus? Almost like being black back in slavery when black people had to present paperwork that they were free Negro, that they could go to this territory or that state or whatever. Listen to what uh, Dr. Fauci, who is in charge of the Department of Infectious Disease working under the buffoon. You know the man in the White House. In the White House. I'm not going to say his name. Let's hear what he says. Can you imagine a time where Americans carry certificates of immunity? You know, um, that's possible. I mean, it's one of those things that we talk about uh, when we want to make sure that we know who the vulnerable people are and not. Uh, This is something that's being discussed. I think it might actually be have some merit under certain circumstances. Information is power. There you it. There you have it. Excuse me, folks. You've got Fauci on there saying that it has some merit. That they've been discussing this. And then so if you want to label black people as the carriers of the coronavirus, now this gives them extra incentive to continue the harassment of black people in this society. It gives them a reason to look at you with a side eye, which they already do. And now they can submit and I believe they they may do something like this where they will require every person in America and particularly black people since they're saying that we're getting at high numbers so they say you know because numbers and statistics can be manipulated folks just so you know that they could turn around and say if you want to go to work if you want to go to your kids to go to school you got to take a test you got to take this vaccine That could be coming down the pipeline. You never know. So what I want to do to end the program is that I had a very good friend of mine 
He goes by the name of Mark Black. He has a YouTube channel. He's a social media man himself. And the name of that is Black Outcast Broadcasting. Black Outcast Broadcasting. I broadcasted on my YouTube channel with him. And I had some technical problems, some things that were happening with my internet. But I was able to record a small five-minute portion of our discussion. And I'm going to warn you right now, it's going to be a raw discussion. It's going to be a discussion that is not for children's ears, but it's going to be the truth. Tell the truth. And um, here it is. Because America And you can respect this brother America has never made black people whole For the generational wealth Generational wealth that was stolen from us So when they talk about Why are black people uh, Getting the coronavirus like this Well America has never made us whole Therefore black people become victimized 
by this, con- this situation because we're living in poverty in some cases, okay? We're living in poor conditions in some of the, our communities where black people don't have access to proper diet. When you talk about, look, look, we know that corona, they say that the key factors to catching the coronavirus is, is not only your age, but cardiovascular disease, hypertension, and diabetes. Well, damn it, black people have those things because we've never gotten proper access to medical care, and we live in a racist society, which also impacts the hypertension that black men and women experience. Therefore, it opens the door for this was happening. Information is power. Tell the truth. There you have it. That was my man, Mark Black of Black Outcast Media Broadcasting. I'm going to get that brother back on my YouTube channel uh, very soon. Uh, My YouTube channel is Information Man Show. So make sure you check that out and subscribe, as I've said before, because to Information Man, please make sure to subscribe to his channel. I really appreciate, first of all, everyone has been supporting my YouTube channel, uh, the podcast. Tell people about it. Share it. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, because I can't do this without the support of people out there who enjoy listening to the podcast. Share it. Now, not only enjoy it, but I hope that when I talk about these issues, that it's insightful, that it helps people, that it motivates people to do something about it in their community and any capacity of what you can do. If you can be motivated by the things that I've, I'm, I've been talking about on my podcast. So I really appreciate everyone for doing so. Um, I'm going to get ready to sign on out. That's it. I'll be back with more content. I thank you, everyone out there. But uh, this is a serious issue. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Take your vitamin D, your vitamin C, your multivitamin, your zinc, your ginger whatever you've got to can boost your immune system do so protect yourself everybody i love you peace everybody peace and prosperity um i hope we can get through this situation it's going to be uh i'm gonna tell you right now before i go before i end this we are never going back to the world that we once knew the world that we knew before this happened is never coming back whether that be on a social level, intellectual level, societal level, economic, we're not going back to what we what was our what we thought was our reality. A new reality is being sh- being crafted and shaped due to this coronavirus. Whether it whether it's the government trying to create a new world order for us, or this is just a natural occurrence that is meant to happen. For those of you that are very very religion. Religious is this God and the earth telling us we effing up down here and now we're going to give you some wrath. Whatever you think it is, at the end of the day, love your loved ones, care for people that you care about because you don't know if they're here today and gone tomorrow. This coronavirus is nothing to play with. This is real. information and passing this emergency funding to fight Ebola and to set up some of the public health infrastructure that we need to deal with potential outbreaks in the future. How do you argue with that? In the White House. That is not a partisan issue. As a basic common sense Tell the truth. All Americans can agree on. For the most part, people have recognized this is not a Democratic issue or a Republican issue. It's about the safety and security of the American people. So let's get it done. This can't get caught up in uh, normal politics. We need to protect the American people, and we need to show the world how America leads. There may and likely will come a time in which we have both an airborne disease. That is deadly. 
And in order for us to deal with that effectively, we have to put in place an infrastructure, not just here at home, but globally, that allows us to see it quickly, isolate it quickly, respond to it quickly. So that if and when a new strain of flu, like the Spanish flu, crops up five years from now or a decade from now, we've made the investment. And we're further along to be able to catch it. Information is power. Jackalade creatures. You are listening Tell the truth. to Information Man. Jack. Yeah.